Good, mo good morning and welcome. What a beautiful day to be here in worship together. The sun is out. They turn the air conditioning outside a little bit too low, but, you know, we'll deal with that for a few more days. I understand later on in the week it's supposed to be in the 40s again, so our, our February has been kind of like this. I don't know what that means. If it's still nice on Friday, that lion and lamb bit, you know, it's... <laughs> You never really know, but I know what in Wisconsin what we can count on is that the weather will change and that God is good all the time. And all the time, hey, some of you know that one, so thank you for replying. Um, beautiful to be here. We have a good worship this morning. We will have a baptism. We will have the choir singing. Um, it's just such a beautiful day to be together. So let us center ourselves on these words. When clouds threaten, look for signs of life, of light and life. A rainbow, a bird, a gentle rain, the waters of baptism. These gifts of love bring hope and wash us clean. We do have some announcements. I believe Dawn will start. Okay, so we do have a few announcements this morning. Um, first of all, we're so excited for the baptism and welcome the whole house family. And, and uh, we're so excited to see Annie and she is adorable. I'm looking at her right now. Oh my gosh. Um, just a reminder that Pastor Tammy will be out of the office this week. Um, she will be at the Board of Ordained Ministry uh, Conference. And so, um, <clears throat> con excuse me, Reverend Carter Jorgensen will be on call if anybody's in need of, of uh, service during the time that she's gone. Um, on March 1st, uh, which will be here before we know it, the Church Women United are having their World Day of Prayer, and that will begin at 9.30 um, here at the church, and then the prayer service will commence at 10. So um, please consider putting that on your, on your schedule. Um, a live worship will be next Wednesday, uh, or this coming Wednesday, February 21st at 7 p.m., and there will be a light meal following the service. So um, hopefully you will be able to join us for that as well. So when you came in... Hopefully you all picked up your, your bag with eggs in it. Um, on behalf of the mission committee, I just wanted to let you know what this is about. So as you know, our church has for many, many years um, adopted a number of families in the community and surrounding communities um, to help them in, in uh, the times of need. And um, we do four major times of the year where we're working with, the, with these uh, families, and one of them is for Easter. And so what we, you know, the mission committee communicates with the folks, but they never really get a chance to hear from the rest of you. And so we wanted to give you the opportunity to put a prayer, a blessing, some candy, whatever you can fit in one of these eggs and, and put that in there. And we'll be dis distributing that to the adopted families during Easter week. So if you can bring them in by, you can bring them in any time now between now and um, um, the week before, uh, so Palm Sunday, the week before Easter, and then we're going to be distributing them to the to the families during Easter week. Um, we would also be asking at that time for you to consider donating towards um, food for the for the families. We always give them gift cards to be able to uh, use for an Easter dinner. So if you'd be willing to donate some money towards that, you can just put that in the offering plate and just note that it's for adopted families. But we do really want you to uh, bring back the eggs with a variety of different blessings 
and prayers um, in them. And if you have any questions about that, just let me know. Um, Diana also is on the mission committee, and she would be happy to talk with you about that. But we thought this would be an opportunity for everybody to be able to share with our adopted families how much they mean to us and how much we're thinking about them. On a personal note, um, I would like to thank everybody here for all the prayers that you've given our family um, when Mateo was in the hospital. And I can't tell you how much it, it meant to us, and, and we felt that love come, coming through for the last month. And, and we just want to let you know how much we appreciate that. And we did talk with Mateo last night, and she's, she's doing well. Um, she'll be starting back to work next week, so hopefully that will all go smoothly. And um, we just want to really thank you so much for, for all the prayers and concerns that you've shared with us over the last month. It, it really means the world to us. And now I will have Sarah come up and talk about the polar plunge that they did yesterday. <laughs> 40 degree weather for a week at a time until it's time for the polar plunge. So, Felicity, would you please tell them what you told me about the water yesterday? What did you say about the water? It's cold. <laughs> <clears throat> you told me it was the coldest jump that you've had so far, right? So great for those of us that were first-time jumpers. Um, did we do anything new last year? We had a new location, right? Yesterday, we had a new location. Um, Felicity and Finn are two of the youngest jumpers that they have at the Polar Plunge. Um, there were a couple littler ones. There was one, what, she was this big? She, she wasn't happy when she came out. <laughs> um, it, was, it was, to say that it was cold is probably an understatement. It was windy. Standing in line? Were you warm standing in line? Yeah. The kids were warm standing in line. The adults were losing their minds. Um, and we had a good, I mean, we had a good time, right? You going to do it next year? Yeah. Am I going to do it next year? Yeah. Apparently, I'm doing it next year. <laughs> so next year, this year, we didn't get to that 5,000 mark. Next year, I want to see if we can get to the 5,000 mark. We do have the video. So we're going to let you watch the video real quick if Dustin wants to click that over for us. It's only about a minute long. I don't think you can hear me scream. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. There's Felicity over on the end. The water was about five feet deep, so it was over Felicity and Finn's head and darn near close to being over my head and Jenna's head. You can see... I... I, I really, I can't adequately explain, and Dawn's done this, I can't adequately explain how surprising that water is when you hit it. <laughs> but we made it, and we got to run to the hot tubs, <laughs> which were not as hot as they needed to be. <laughs> what? Uh, no, Felicity beat me to the hot tubs. <laughs> Everyone else walked, so. But that's the video. Um, we just wanted to thank everybody for their contributions. We wait, raised almost $2,000 for Special Olympics in a year where <clears throat> they didn't quite hit their goal of $260,000, so every dollar counted. If you do still want to contribute, they are still accepting donations. You can either go online, and if you need that link, I can send it to you, or you can put a donation in the um, offering plate. Just put Polar Plunge on it. And we will get it onto the team page. Lori will make sure that it gets there. So, again, thank you for all your contributions. And I guess we look forward to next year. All right. Rock on. Thank you.
Bring your lives full of sorrow and joy. Come in your brokenness ready for fullness of life. Source of hope, let us pray together, sorry. Source of hope, bring us into the presence of hope. Inspire us with the strength of faith. Shower us with the waters of mercy and grace that our hope may be renewed as we learn to trust your promise and love. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you. Jesus fasted for 40 days in the desert while being tempted by the devil. At the end of this time of trial, he found the peace and strength to begin his ministry. Let us share signs of this peace that we too may find the strength to sustain our ministries. I invite you to meet and greet your neighbors with the peace of Christ with you. Is this all we have? Okay. <laughs> all right. This week, or this past week on Wednesday, oh, good, we've got a couple more. This past Wednesday, we started a new season of the church year, the season of Lent. Lent is the 40 days before Easter Sunday. And it's a time that we reflect on the Easter story, on the, the, the stories that come before Easter Sunday, the stories of... Uh, 
Palm Sunday, Jesus coming into Jerusalem on a donkey, the story of the Last Supper, of Jesus praying in the garden with his disciples, of the soldiers uh, coming to get Jesus and taking him to be judged, and of the suffering that Jesus did on that Friday and dying on the cross. And then we rejoice on Easter morning with the story of Jesus rising from the dead. Traditionally, people use those 40 days of Lent as a way of uh, fasting from certain foods or abstaining from doing certain things. People like to say what they are giving up for Lent. Some people give up candy, and for those Six weeks before Easter, they don't have any candy. Or they might give up soda pop. Or they might give up something that they like. Or some people will give up uh, snacking between meals. But I suggest instead of giving up something that you like, instead we should try to do something, something different, something new every day. And I have a hand here for each of you to take home to give you some ideas of five things you could do every day to make someone's life a little cheerier, a little happier, and even to make you feel a little happier. I'm going to Pass these around, take the color you like, and then bring the ones back that don't get taken. On each of the fingers, there's something written that you can do every day during these 40 days before Easter. And I want to talk about those five things can you pass those back up to me? I need, I need my cues here. <laughs> All right. On the thumb, it says, hello. Every day, try to say hello to someone different. Or good morning. Or some kind of a greeting. When you come into the kitchen for breakfast, say good morning. To your parent. When you get, if you go to school on the school bus, say hello to the driver or to someone sitting on the bus. When you go into your classroom in the morning, say hello to your teacher or good morning or some kind of a greeting. Can you do that every day? Do you see somebody every day? the first time in that day, say hello to them. It will brighten their day, I know. The second finger, the pointer finger, says smile. Smile at somebody. It could be just someone you're passing. Do your classes pass by another class as you're going from gym and they're coming in or walking through the halls? Look at somebody and smile at them. 
It might surprise them. They might be a little taken aback by that. A smile changes the way people feel. When someone smiles at me, it cheers me up. It warms me inside. It makes me think, somebody noticed me. And they were happy about it, and they smiled at me. So besides saying hello, remember to smile at someone. It can be a friend. It can be somebody you know. It can be somebody you don't know. Smile at somebody every day. The third one on your long finger there says thank you. Try to say thank you every day for the next 40 days to someone during the day. As you're getting off the bus, say thank you to the bus driver for getting you to school safely. Say Say thank you to your mom for the good meal she cooked. Did you do something fun in phys ed class? That's something that you like to do? Say thank you to the teacher for doing that today. Say thank you to someone every single day. I assure you, it'll make their day. The fourth one on the ring finger says help. Every day you can help someone. There's lots of things you can do at home to help. Help clean off the table or set the table for a meal. Help pick up toys. Help mom with dishes or mom or dad with dishes, whoever's on dish patrol. At school, there are lots of ways you can help the teacher, lots of ways you can help other kids. You can help someone and make a difference in their life, make their life a little easier. Help a neighbor. Help a friend. And the very last one, this one's for you. This one is to make you feel a little bit better. Every day, think of something you are grateful for. You have all the things you need warm home, food to eat, clothes to wear, a family that loves you, and you have lots of things you don't need, toys and books, but you're glad to have them. Every day, think of something that you are grateful for, and that will help you to feel happier. So try to do each one of these five things every day for the next 40 days before Easter Sunday. Instead of abstaining from something, fasting from something, giving up something, do something. Do five things a day, five little things that will make people around you feel better and will make you feel better too. Okay? I think we have a treat basket up here. Looks like it's been refilled. Why don't you take a snack out of that? And then, do you want them to stay up here for the baptism?
if you want, we're going to have a baptism right now, baby, and we are going to sing our welcoming song to welcome that baby to our church family, so we need your voices. All right, I invite Annie's family and sponsors to come forward. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. I present Annie Christine Holthouse for baptism. Are we ready? Um, I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Now, I didn't explain before, you guys have a lot of responsibility you're taking when you're saying these things. Sponsors, you need to make sure that Annie comes to church. And if parents forget, you need to remind them to bring Annie to church. And when they bring Annie to church, they bring their other kids too. So, on behalf of the whole church, I ask parents and sponsors, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness Reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin. If you do, say, I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If you do, say, I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord? in union with the church, which Christ is open to people of all ages, nations, and races? If you do, say, I do. Will you nurture Annie in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example, she may be guided to accept God's grace for herself, to profess her faith openly, and to lead a Christian life? If you do, say, I do. Do you as Christ's body, the church, Reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ. If you do, say, we do. do. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and include Annie in your care? With God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround Annie with a community of love and forgiveness that she may grow in her trust of God and be found faithful in her service to others. We will pray for her that she may be a true disciple who walks in the way that leads to life. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. And we will join too. (laughs) Do you believe in God the Father? 
I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Lord be with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth your light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, nurtured by the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water in Annie who receives it to wash away your sin and clothe her in righteousness throughout her life that dying and being raised with Christ, she may share in his final victory. Are you ready, Annie? Come to me. Hi, sweetie. Look at you. You're so beautiful. See, I get to sneak hugs in there, too. Yeah, are you ready? It's going to be a little chilly. You might cry. I baptize Annie. I baptize you in the name of the Father. In the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you're doing really good. The Holy Spirit work within you that being born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now it is our joy to welcome our new sister in Christ. Through baptism, you are incorporated by the Holy Spirit into God's new creation and made to share in Christ's royal priesthood. We are all one in Jesus Christ. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you as a member of the family of Christ. Members of the household of God, I commend Annie to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase her faith, confirm her hope, Perfect her in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given you. And we welcome you in Christian love. As members together with you in this body of Christ, in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ.
Annie, the God of grace who has called us into eternal glory in Christ establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may live in grace and peace. I'm going to walk her down so you guys can see her because she hasn't started crying yet. <laughs> she may. She may. See if I can turn her around. Do you want to look at everybody? Yeah. Okay. It might be terrifying. There you go. All right. Let's sing to her. is baptized she will be part of this church forever and loved by jesus christ every day she wasn't ready but she will still and so we do have a couple uh paper to sign back there for our sponsors it is her baptismal certificate so we ask the sponsors to sign that yeah we got to transfer kids I have to get the baby back sometime, don't I? Yeah. She is really good. Oh, there you go. We have a baby blanket, a little children's Bible that has been handmade for her, not the Bible, <laughs> the blanket. Thank you. <laughs> and we do have a flower that she can take home so that you can remember her baptism. Yes, you do. Thank you. Thank you. It's probably easier. It's beautiful. We have an opportunity this morning to share our joys and concerns as we are united by Christ and our brothers and sisters in that way. And so as I look around us, I, I look at all these people who just declared their faith today. Again, I, I know that sometimes we have done it many times, but each time we say it, doesn't it just hit you here? Yeah. All those, I believe in God the Father, the Holy Spirit, 
have the sun. Oh, I get so excited about those things. Anyway, so baptism is one of my favorite days of the year, and I will love to do as many as you want. So any of you who may not have been baptized yet, just talk to me. We'll get you baptized. We do have an opportunity. So if you have a joy or concern, I ask that you raise your hand. Um, Sarah might not have her running shoes on, but she does have a microphone just freshly with a new battery. And she will bring that uh, microphone to you. You'll lift up a prayer stating your name first so that the people online may know who is praying for whom. And um, I will lift up a brief prayer, close it with Lord in your mercy, and ask that you respond. Here our prayers. I'm Nancy Ziegenfuss, and I'm asking for prayers for a very good friend of mine's granddaughter. Um, she was, went to a birthday party, and they tried to get the bonfire going a little faster. They threw something on it, exploded, and she's got third-degree burns on the lower half of her body oh, and no. second-degree burns on the upper. So she's having surgery Tuesday or Friday, but she's in a lot of pain. And so prayers for her and her family. And they were members of the church, her her grandmother and that lived in Platteville at one time and were members here at the church. Do you want to share a first name? Her name is Ryan. Ryan. Lord, sometimes in the midst of celebration, in the midst of having a good time, accidents happen and, and an accident did. Ryan was severely burned, and Lord, you know the extent of this. Third and second degree burns are absolutely horrendous to deal with. We pray that you are guiding the doctors, that you are keeping her um, as pain-free as possible, and that you are allowing to have no, you, you don't allow any infection to enter into her body, Lord. We want to keep her as healthy as possible so she may recover from this. Lord, in your mercy. Other joys or concerns this morning? Uh, I just, I'm Jana Stigman, and I have good news from my friend Sue Patrick. She called me this week. She had an appointment with her doctor. She is able to see shadows and, a, and some fog. But she got good news. She doesn't have to see the doctor again for a month. So our prayers are helping. Okay. And then the other concern I have, I'd like prayers for Jeff and Carol Klebenstein family. Jeff lost his mother, Pat, and his sister, Luann, this past week. Remind me your friend's first name. Your friend's first name? Sue. Sue, thank you. I was writing things down and I missed it, so it happens. Lord, we lift up Sue, a prayer of thanksgiving. Her sight has not been restored fully, but she is seeing shadows and some blurriness, which means that there is some sight there. So as she is healing from the surgery we had, we ask for a full recovery that she sees clearer and clearer each and every day. Lord, in your mercy. We're praying for Jeff Clevenstein as he has lost his mother, Pat, and, and his sister, Luann. This is a lot 
to lose two members of your family so close together, to lose them at all is difficult. But Lord, in his state and his wife's state of shock, we just ask that you surround them with your love and grace and mercy. I know this is not going to be easy no matter how much we pray, Lord, because you have created us to be loving beings. That means that when we lose someone we love, we feel loss. And Lord, as secure as we are in faith in you, we do realize that sense of loss. Allow them to mourn, but allow them to remember good and happy times too. Lord, in your mercy. Um, Tom and I had a good friend, Sister Mark, over at Cincinnati. She was one of the first persons I met there. And um, then one day she said, pray for me. So I went on a mission. I told everybody that knew her to pray for her. Well, then I ran out of people that didn't know her, so I stopped doing that. But her funeral services were Friday morning, and Tom came over so we could both go to those. And I was so happy to be there and have Tom with me. Lord, we pray for the friends and family of Sister Mark. We pray as they have mourned her loss that they also celebrate the life she had and how she served so many people in so many different ways. Lord, thank you for Leanne and her quest to have prayers for Sister Mark so that so many people lifted her up in prayer. Surely you heard it. And thank you, Lord, for the life she lived. Lord, in your mercy. Jan Holloway here, and I have a joy. I was so pleased for all the soups that were made and all the buyers of the soup. And I want to tell you, on Wednesday, when I took the few leftover soups to family advocates, they were very pleased to get homemade soup and homemade desserts that were left over from the community meal. I celebrate our volunteers at this church. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, it is wonderful when we come together and we work so hard to make something happen, such as all the soups that were made and all the people who purchased them so that our youth may go on a mission trip. But in addition to that, the fact that these soups and ones that weren't purchased continue to make their gift known to others in our community. Lord, we thank you for our community meal, the many hands that work every single first Wednesday of the month to make this happen. And all of those who participate in it know the joy that they have being served a meal with friends. Lord, in your mercy. Other joys or concerns this morning? I have a joy because the choir is going to sing again today, and I always love that. <laughs> I have a joy because it's an easier song to sing for me today. <laughs> oh, how do you lift up a choir when you're in it? But Lord, we thank you for having a choir director in our church and willing people who want to come forward and to sing together beautiful words in your name. Lord, in your mercy. 
other joys or concerns this morning. All right. Well, we are very thankful that everyone is here this morning, and let us pray. Lord Jesus, as we are gathered here in your name, in your, in your church, we pray a blessing over all who are present. We ask that in the difficulties of the days to come, that you will make your spirit known to us, that we will sense your very presence in our lives. Lord, give us signs. Allow us to see how you are still present with us. Sometimes we feel you are so silent, and we yearn for a bit of noise. So, Lord, we ask that you fill us with that noise. Allow us to hear. Because sometimes we hear you through the voice of a child. Sometimes we hear you through the smile of a friend. Sometimes we hear you through the sight of a rainbow. Sometimes we hear you through the crack of thunder. Lord, allow us to always hear you. And with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I invite the choir to come forward.
A reading from the Gospel of Mark. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for 40 days, tested by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Our scripture reading starts out with the words, in those days. How many times have you said in those days or something similar to that in your life? When we would talk about in those days, do you remember when a loaf of bread was 59 cents? In those days, I remember saying in those days, I used to be able to ride my pike down the road two and a half miles, spend half the day at the creek, come back home starving for lunch and go out again in those days. In those days, our parents weren't scared to let us walk around and be kids. In those days, there were no video games that distracted us from everything. Instead, it was Gilligan's Island. Porky Pig. In those days, Saturday mornings were meant for cartoons. For you, you have different in those days. In those days, our church was full to overflowing. In those days, people took their children to church on Sunday. In those days, the businesses were closed. In those days, Wednesday nights were church nights. In those days. But I also remember in those days, I was born in 1968 in Pascagoula, Mississippi. In those days, things weren't as peaceful as we would like them to be, and we dare not forget that. Because when we start to forget some of the bad with the good, we have robbed ourselves of our memories. Because, yes, in those days, things were wonderful, but in those days, things were tough. And bread was 59 cents a loaf, and we made $1.25 an hour and worked all day to feed our families. I remember in those days, when I was young, we didn't have much, but we had each other, and we had Christ in our life. In those days, it was difficult for Jesus to come into a crowd of people. In those days, they hadn't heard from a prophet in over 400 years. No, thus saith the Lord had been spoken for a very long time. In those days, they thought that the Lord was silent and that silence maybe meant the Lord was not pleased with them. In those days, Jesus 
came from Nazareth of Galilee. He was 30 years old. Mark doesn't tell us a whole lot, does he? Because Jesus came, and as soon as he came, he went to that river, and he was baptized by John. John was a prophet. But John's words were simple. He had one message, right? One message, repent. Repent. That doesn't mean feel bad for what you've done because you were a bit naughty. Repent means that you're doing a full 180. You are turning from what you did, reorienting your life and facing the other direction. Repent means that you're willing to change your life. John, a priest's child, out in the wilderness, not dressed like a priest's child that you would think, no robes, no long garments, but rather he is wearing skins and he is eating a very organic diet, I would say, with locusts and honey. But John didn't bother going to the store. He had what he needed where he was. And people came. People came to hear those words, repent. People came to have a chance to turn their life around. And people showed up at that river. And then, while he is at the river, right after Jesus from Nazareth was baptized, as soon as Jesus showed up, he was baptized according to Mark. Mark is a fast-moving gospel, so it is hard for me to keep going with him. Because he shows up, he's baptized, and he is driven out into the wilderness. But before he is driven out into the wilderness, there's something very important that happens. A voice came from the heavens. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Wow. Those words. Now, immediately after that, he goes into the desert, is in the wilderness, is faced with temptations, which Mark doesn't even talk about, what those temptations are. But the strength of the power of God's word in your life can get you through the wilderness. Let me say that again. The strength of the power of God's word in your life can get you through the wilderness. Maybe your wilderness is more than 40 days. Maybe it's a week. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's been 15 years in the wilderness. But you know what? God is present in the wilderness. It says, now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God, saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Believe the good news and repent. This is after he was in the wilderness for 40 days. And so we have 40 days of Lent. We're lucky because we're starting the 40 days of Lent with a baptism, which reminds us of those words of our faith, of our strength, and our strength is found in the Lord. Now, if you aren't baptized, you let me know because we need to get you baptized because we know that baptism is important. It is so important that Jesus himself was baptized. 
Did Jesus need to repent of his sin? Did he need to turn around? No. But he needed to go forward. He needed to live the life that God was calling him to live. He was 30 years old. It was time. It was time to start his ministry. It was time to go out in the wilderness. And once you pass that wilderness, you are prepared. Baptism is like new birth. Being dunked into those muddy River Jordan. Saying, yes, I want to repent. All right, down you go. Up you come. Gasping from air, you realize that you are still yet alive. (laughs) And you are willing to change your life. We remember that every time we have a baptism, don't we? Now, yes, this was not the time of Nathan, of Amos, of Isaiah, or any of the prophets at all of old. But it was the time of Jesus. It was the time of John who prepared the way. So as you go forth today, the way has been prepared for you. We started this Lent appropriately with a baptism. We will end with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? We start with a baptism. We end with resurrection, and our life goes on. Amen. Don't forget it. You may be spending the next 40 days in the wilderness, or maybe you've spent the last 40 years. But when we get to the end of the wilderness, there is always resurrection. So don't forget it. That resurrection is for each and every one of you through our Savior, our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us stand and sing together, This is my Father's world.
be seated. I am going to mention, for those of you who absolutely need to leave at 9.30, I have went over already. It is 9.31, so if you need to leave, I will fully excuse you. But we will start with our prayer of confession. If you're able to stay, please do. Merciful God, you know the worries and the doubts that fill our lives. Strengthen our faith and inspire our trust. Shower us with your mercy and grace that we may embrace the fullness of life and love through the power of your Holy Spirit and the mercy of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us hear these words of assurance and you get to join in this time. God is good. And all the time. Trust his this truth and receive God's gift of mercy and love. Amen. And now, not because we have to, but because we are grateful, let us return to God what is ours to share. Let us joyfully offer our time, our treasure, our commitment, and our prayers as the ushers come forward to receive today's tithes and offerings. Let us rise. Please join me in the offering prayer. Trustworthy and trusting God, thank you for entrusting us with this good earth. Thank you for sharing your gifts with us. Help us live up to your trust, even as we learn to place our trust in you. Bless the gifts that we share, that they may honor the generosity you have shown us. In trust and gratitude, we pray. Amen. This is pretty short, right? Lead me, Lord. <laughs> All right.
show to be signs of hope for all the world to see. Rainbows in the clouds, waters in the desert, love in a world of hate. Go to be signs of hope for all the world to know. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.